Hello and welcome to Youth Factor. This is your host, Pastor Jared. What's up? What is up? How's everyone doing? We had a great night at youth last night. Hold on, I gotta take my wife back. No worries. That will work. So I asked her. <laughs> so if you want, have watched the YouTube channel at all, which I know I haven't done a vlog in, or episode or whatever it is in like like two weeks or so. Um, I'm just not stressing about that. When I have stuff to talk about on the video, I'm doing it. When I'm not, I'm not. I'm not trying to do a daily vlog or anything. So uh, catch it when I have them. And if not, then it's all good too. So uh, yeah, if you want, have been watching the Youth Factor YouTube channel though, you'll see that like I've really been focusing on like like uh, working out and stuff like that. And it's actually less to do with working out. Uh, and I think you'll pick this up if you're listening or watching those episodes. It's actually a lot more to do about developing discipline. Uh, it wasn't really anything about like, oh, I'm going to start working out so I'm in better shape. Though that was definitely like, I mean, I can't lie and say that it was nothing to do with it. But for me, like, uh, I want to do it for years. It was really just, I was listening to um, some David Goggins and, I was, and some other stuff. And I was like, I really need to work on my mental discipline. And it's something that I've done several times. Where I've put myself in very uncomfortable situations to grow and it's not something i've done in a while and you know i've not really gone into it but i had a pretty bad experience at my last my last church i spent four years in a very just emotionally and negatively uh bad place dark place and, and not so much dark as in like me but like the external there was a lot of stuff going on both uh on just so many levels including spiritual and um just emotional mental all kinds of stuff so you know, it's been a while, like, and I did little small challenge type stuff. Like if you watch some of the vlogs, like I would go out and do some street evangelism stuff, crash the party, try to pray for the, for the host of the party, try to start up a little mini church in a supermarket that didn't get very far. Except I did have a, like a pop-up podcast day, um, just a bunch of different stuff like that. I did some street evangelism. I will tell you, if you're going to do street evangelism downtown at like 10 o'clock at night, not the best time to do it. Um, I literally had a lady run away from me in terror because i'm pretty sure she thought like i was either like a serial killer or other things that i will not say the word associated with my name um <laughs> the video was really funny of her like kind of running away from me wouldn't even talk to me it was kind of funny that was actually the screenshot of that episode um all that to say because i don't want this to turn into a standalone episode i do need to get I'm five days behind on this i do need to get caught up um so why did oh yeah all that just to say the reason i was texting my wife is because like a week and a half ago i had this like hankering as you you would say in certain parts of the country uh for some little debbie or not even little debbie's hostess little debbie's i don't care uh like mini frosted donuts and it's not gone away and um i'm like 30 days into this like exercising every day and getting healthier and eating better and i'm like i'm about ready to take it to like another level and do even more and i'm like before i do that I need some of these stupid donuts, <laughs> these little frosted chocolate donuts. And I actually sent um, one of my volunteers out like a week and a half ago, like right when I was wanting them, he was running to Walmart. No, it's not Jonathan. I have more than just Jonathan working for me, guys. Um, I'm expanding. I'm I'm a boss now. I'm like, I have an empire building over here. Um, but I sent them out. And I was like, oh, and while you're there, grab a pack of these. And, and he came back and he's like, oh, they're not there. And I'm like, oh. Well, you probably didn't see them. So then I sent Brandy in today, and she's like, "Oh, they're they're out of that kind of like, dang it." So I guess he did. They were he didn't just not see them. They weren't there. Um, and so she texts me like a substitute. 
is all it was is like a different packaging that I don't prefer as much because they tend to be a little stale. And if I'm gonna like eat some donuts before, I like I want them to be good. So okay, let's jump into today's episode. Oh hey, I had one other thing I was gonna say. Uh, now that we're four minutes into this is I am actually going to be starting a new podcast. Now, don't worry, I'm still going to be doing Youth Factor. Um, you know, I'm going to actually get better at doing Youth Factor. I'm going to start pre-recording these. These actually go out every single day at like 6 a.m. or something like that. Uh, but I'm going to be doing another podcast that's actually not like a religious podcast in nature. It's going to be, and again, I'm not 100% sure. I'm like 95% sure. So I reserve the right to come back and say, nah, guys, I, I after doing some research, I decided not to do it. But I'm going to be doing another podcast geared towards students um, of all ages, um, really even not even in school, but like it's called um, Student of Greatness. And it's going to be more like success based. And uh, I'm going to be having interviews with different people who are successful about what they've done. I'm going to talk to like principals and teachers. I'm going to talk to athletes. I'm going to talk to entrepreneurs, just anyone basically who has excelled at any area of life and bring them on and do uh, conversations with them about kind of what it is they've done. Um, and then I'm going to also have like daily motivational videos. So you notice like a week or so ago, uh, I I started trying to be like, I told you like I was in prayer. I felt like I was like, oh, you know, encouragement or whatever. And I'm going to, so I'm going to start doing that. So I will st be still doing short little like, you know, things before these episodes. But I'm going to have daily kind of success slash affirmation slash motivational wisdom um, on that podcast. So I'll let you know when it goes live and you can go subscribe to, to that. Uh, and what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be for those is like I've got I actually have several giant stacks of books on my I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Addie and Lily, if you ever listen to this, I have a couple of giant stacks of books or just stacks of books, I should say, um, on on my desk. And I'm going to be like aggregating the knowledge I've, I've gained through them. And so what that means is I'll take a piece from one of these books and I'll be highlighting it in like a little five minute episode every morning. And so it's like the value there for you is going to be the fact of like you would literally have to read thousands and thousands of hours to be able to get these little nuggets and read a bunch of other stuff in there that may not even be as applicable. So it's going to be pretty awesome for that. So oh, I'll let you know. On the flip side with that, with getting a little more organized with all the podcasting and scheduling interviews and stuff, I am actually going to start doing interviews on this episode, or this episode, this podcast as well. And how, what I'm going to be doing with that is, how I'm going to be doing that is I'm going to be bringing on um, youth pastors, senior pastors, missionaries, evangelists, just basically anyone in, in ministry, specifically full-time ministry, but really just anyone in ministry. And talking um, about, I mean, it depends. I may be talking about their thing, but my, my lead in, my main thing is going to be like, hey, tell me about, I'll at least be doing this as a short series or something. Tell me about your call to ministry. How did you get started in ministry? And I, I'm doing this because I feel like I, in the last recently, this bit of time, however long, right? I've heard from so many people who say that they're called to ministry. And I'm not saying they're not at all. Like I, they probably are. I don't know. It's between them and God. And one day we can judge it by their fruit. But as of right now, yeah, it's still early, right? So like they say they're called to ministry. And in my personal opinion, this is again, I'm not saying like I'm the authority on this, but in my opinion, they're not doing the right things. They're not taking the right actions. And it could, this could be me being old school. Cause like I, I was raised very like old school by like, 
like old school pastors. And so maybe this is not the, but again, I, if so, like, I still feel like there's, I, I just feel like there's so many people I've heard from like half a dozen or more who like, I'm going to be a church planner. I'm going to be a missionary. I'm going to be a this, I'm that or whatever, but they're doing nothing to take action to get to that. It's almost as if they feel again, not out of maliciousness or anything, but out of ignorance, it's almost as if they feel like, well, I'm called to do X, Y, Z. And when God is ready to meet for me to launch into that, he'll open those doors. And until then, I need to focus on me and what's best for my life. And there's no like call, like call to die, right? And I'll come back to that phrase in a second because I was probably drawing. There's no like call to servanthood. There's no call to sacrifice or like I said, call to die. And I was, I was actually speaking with our Youth Alive missionary um, for the New, uh, New York District, John Ganan. Oh, this is probably three months or so ago. Um, and we were talking about it, and I was like, you know, in the old days, and I don't mean old days as like me. I'm not like old guy Jared here going when I was a you know intern or anything like that. I've actually never been an intern. Um, I went from being a church slave to being an apprentice for the district. <laughs> so, uh, but I was talking about like you know I read these stories of like way back in the day. We're talking like late uh, 1800s, early 1900s, right? These like missionaries like back in the beginning of the Simmons of God, and even before the Simmons of God, they would feel a call and they didn't sit around and wait for all this stuff. Like what they did is they said, oh, I feel called to this country and I'm going to go. And what they would do is they would sell off everything. I'm not saying this is the best way or the only way. I'm, I'm pointing out the heart here, right? Because I know that we've come a long ways and we have better systems for this stuff now, especially in the Simmons of God. There's some other great missionary organizations as well. Um, but they, they would, what, what impressed me so much is they would pack up everything they needed, right? All their supplies. So it's like, okay, I'm going to need, here's, here's some clothes and here's like some bedding and here's some books and here's some whatever, right? Whatever it is they need. Like here's some film reels and a projector so I can show these movies about what, I don't know, whatever it is they decided they needed. They'd pack it into a coffin, get this, a coffin. And when I say a coffin, I don't mean like a $35,000 marble coffin or whatever you know coffin nice whatever like we're talking a wooden box like like western bang bang you lost the gunfight you're in a wooden box a pine box and you're buried right like a wooden box very plain they'd pack all their stuff into these very plain coffins they would ship it over they would ship themselves over they wouldn't even be most of them weren't even getting like first class whatever like they would whatever however they got over there they would get that box they would unload that box, right? I'm assuming that box turned into almost like a, a, I don't know, some sort of hope chest type thing for, like, I'm assuming they used this box in their lifetime, right? But then when they died, then they would be buried in that box, right? So they went over there. And this is why I say like the call to die, like call of servanthood. I like the phrase call to die because that was their, their ideas. I'm being called off to Africa, to India, to wherever it was, right? And they're like, and I'm never coming back, like, and I'll die. And again, I, I, I'm not saying that you still have to do it that way. I, I know that we now have, we have a generation where missionaries come back and raise support and there's all these things to make sure the missionaries and the pastors and stuff are better taken care of. And I'm all for that, you know, most of the time, but at the same time, um, then I hear these young, these young bucks, basically, as, as Jocko would say, right? These young bucks come up and be like, I'm going to go off and I'm going to do this. and I'm going to be a church planner and I'm going to do all this and I'm going to be a missionary and it's going to be amazing. And I'm not just going to be there to, and I, I listen to how they talk, right? And it's not this like this burden of like going and serving the people 
this weeping of like, there's this unreached people group who don't know the Lord and I have to go. And even if I go and die, like, I don't even care if I'm going into a dangerous country. I have to go. It's, it's, it's either this or I, I either go over there and yeah, maybe I'll die there or I die here. Like, I can't, like, I will die if I don't go. I cannot not go, right? I don't like double negatives, but sometimes they work. So now there's so much of this, like, the way, the things I hear is like, I'm going to be a church planner or a missionary. I'm going to make this institution and we're going to have all these buildings and what other people can come in and it's going to be great. And then I'm going to travel. I'm going to speak and da, 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 da. And then, like, my ultimate, my ultimate that I hate, and I actually have, have completely severed a friendship because of this. Um, because I, this to, to the very core of my being, like, I feel like I'd be, I could be friends with like a Wiccan witch before I could be friends with the person that does this, which is why the person who I'm, I'm talking about, I've I had to completely sever relationship with and used to even financially support and now have to refrain from like spitting on their letter when I, they get their support letters. Cause I, I need to deal with some bitterness here, but it, it like boils my blood is this whole, like millennial and it's not even millennials because honestly i think it was the tail end of the millennials that were doing this and this is probably more of like you gen zers that would be falling into this um except for maybe not because you gen zers have much more of an altruistic mindset than millennials but anyways i'm using the term millennial very loosely and fyi i am a millennial so it's it's kind of like i can say it right <laughs> isn't how that stuff works you can use a derogatory term if you're part of that group so i am a millennial so this like millennial missionary vacation stuff like, this is a time where if I swore, I would swear. I would have added a swear word right there. This is how passionate I feel about this. Where they use, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes as mockingly and despisingly as possible with as much venom and contempt in my voice as possible. These, whoops, sorry, I bumped the mic. These missionary trips, right? And basically what it is, is it's a way to use the, the church and it's the way to use missions quote unquote and again it makes me want to spit when i even like to use the term that word in this context to basically fund their fund their like jet setting travel i want to be an instagram millennial who gets to travel the world and see all the sites lifestyle and so they do these missions trips there's no call to service there's no weeping over this unreached people group there's no called a die it's this i'm gonna go on this missions trip for 18 months or or 24 months and because i've always wanted to go to this country and it's so interesting and i would love to see the cultures and live there for a while oh but i'm a loser and i i can't get a real job and find out a way to support this or even go over there and teach english or something like everyone else does so i'm gonna use the church to pay for this crap and call it missions right and so what they do is i've clearly lost control of this episode um, and so what they do is they raise support as a missionary and, and then of course they complain why no churches will support them because the churches can see through your crap. They know exactly what you're doing. So then they go and they, they, they get all these people like individual people like support me in my missions trip. I'm going to, it is never like Iraq. It's never Syria. It's never like the slums of India, right? It's always like nice touristy countries, right? It's never those kind of things. And and they raise the support and they go over there and they live in their little like cabanas and their little nice whatever. And you look at their Instagram accounts and and you don't see any sign of ministry. And if it is, it's like little like, you know, different than what we would do with like a junior high youth group just to like 
begin to like introduce students into ministry, knowing that like that ministry isn't necessarily all that effective. It, it's it's to introduce them to missions and introduce them to outreach, right? To to begin to build that love for them, right? And they're doing these like junior varsity league type things here and there in these little trips as as they're using the church's missions money, this money that could be going to a, a, a church's missionary budget, but people from these churches are getting duped into giving it to them instead. And again, these are never mission trips through like credible organizations like the Sinus of God or the Southern Baptist Convention or the Methodist Church or you know any of these things. It's always through some little like organization like the World Race or such and such for such and such. It's just these little smaller things, right? Because like these things would be red flagged and they'd be denied. They couldn't be real missionaries because they're not they're not real missionaries. And they use missions money to go on these trips. And like, I am scared to death for them to one day, again, I know we all have our own stuff, but to like stand before the throne and like have their life reviewed. I think this is the epitome at best, best case scenario. This is the epitome of when, when um, it, the, the Bible talks about how your works will be passed through a fire. And, you know, if it's done well, it'll be as a refining fire and the dross will be pulled out like a fine metal. But if not, if it was done in humanness and desire, right, it'll burn up as like wood or, or hay or stubble, right? And you'll, yes, you'll get to heaven, but barely with nothing to show for it. And as once a, a smelling of smoke, like you almost made it to hell. Like you barely got into heaven, barely got in. You have nothing to show for it, right? At best, that's what they're going to be. But realistically, I think a lot of them have a, and I'm not speaking of this particular people I, I referenced to, I have no clue of their heart. I don't know if they're just ignorant and they've been duped into thinking this is what missions is, or if they're really just evil people who want to use missions money to go on vacations. I'm not going to try to say either one. I would, if I had to, I would guess it's probably more towards like uh, the ignorance than it is the evil intentions. But like, I think that they have a very high likelihood of finding themselves in that, that group saying, Lord, Lord, did we not serve you? And, and, and God saying, depart from me, I never knew you, right? I think that, so now I've gotten off on this, this whole trail. Like, I don't know what got me on this, but um, well, that was interesting. My wife just texted me that she's checking out. I thought she was going to be like two or three hours. I thought I was going to bang out like three episodes and I got none. Well, I got one episode, but I didn't get any of the devotions. But all to say, um, I'm going to be bringing on this turning into a very long rant. Um, all I have to say, I'm going to be bringing on like legit ministers, you know, who men and women who have been serving in ministry and to tell their story of their calling and what they did to get into ministry to kind of set the record straight that you don't just say I'm called to ministry and I'm going to, cause I, I, I'm really getting sick of people who are quote unquote called in the ministry, but are too good to do any low level things at the church because no. I'm not called to do that. I'm not called to work with kids. I'm not called to set up chairs. I'm not called to clean bathrooms. I'm called to be a world-renowned speaker or a world-renowned church planner. And I'm going to be speaking at church planning conferences because that's what I'm called. I'm called to glory. I'm not called to work or sacrifice. So I can't help you out with that, right? And that angers me so much. And the quickest way to get on my um, bad list and for me to just write you off is to be that kind of person and to contradict that with um, the people who worked. Now, I, I will say there is someone listening to this podcast right now, and I'm not speaking to the spirit. I'm like, I'm literally saying this, right? So this is just like, I'm, I'm, I, cause I know this. 
So there's someone listening to this who has said they want to be um, in ministry. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> so if you're feeling convicted during this episode, I'm not talking about you. You do not fall in that category. You are working your butt off trying to figure out what you need to do to be in ministry. And um, it's, it's noticed and it's appreciated. And more than you even know, behind closed doors, it's talked about and it's, it's, it's being noticed. So don't think I'm talking about you. I don't want you like crying yourself to sleep tonight and be like, oh, Pastor Jared said I'm going to hell. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> okay, guys, with that, um, I'm going to go because I'm clearly very spicy and I got to go pick my wife up now. I will talk to you guys later and hopefully actually get back to our daily devotions. And I now owe you guys a message. I was supposed to preach last night on, um, uh, I'm totally spacing now. Um, and anyways, I had a message and we ended up not getting to it because we had so many new people and our games went so long that we kind of just had a fellowship night in youth. So I owe you guys that message. I will preach that and, or I'll just do an episode on it and I'll get that to you guys here in this next week. All right. Love you guys. Have a blessed day.